welcome. It's the Holy Hour podcast. It's the, uh, what, three times a week podcast. Let's kick this party off. It's Friday night. We got shows to review to catch up on. No rest for the wicked. Whew. San Francisco. Let's kick it off. I talked to Tyler out there in, uh, not San Francisco, technically. This was in Mountain View, I learned from this conversation. Don't call it San Francisco. All right, I'm Gavin. This is my conversation with Tyler, talking about nights one and two at the Shoreline Amphitheater in Mountain View, California. And that brings us to San Francisco. And, uh, or or should I say, uh, Mountain View? Mountain View. Okay, cool. And this other (laughs) voice that you're hearing fine people out there is none other than Tyler. Welcome back to the show, man. Thank you for having me back. Hey, long time contributor. And, uh, yeah, really appreciate you reaching out and, uh, letting us know how San Francisco goes. Or, or should we call it Mountain View? Is this something that people out there would get very, uh, uh, yes. on edge about yeah <laughs> yeah i mean because Mount, mountain view it's still like maybe 20 miles south of san francisco okay yeah we have a couple of weird spots like that like that maryland show here is a little weird like that where it's like outside of baltimore but it's still kind right. of the dc gig too so we're calling it that yeah nobody's like let's go to columbia maryland <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. just, <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, that's cool. We'll we'll call it Mountain View then. So for the official record, there you can set us straight. But uh, yeah, just um, you know, doing the nerd list over here on paper, looking at everything from afar, it looks like you got quite a pair of shows there. When especially when you do the one-two punch with them, so uh, I can't wait to hear all about it. So thank you for walking us through this experience. But um, so yeah, I guess on the top, uh, pretty awesome. I mean, <laughs> where do we start? <laughs> well, so first of all, like I'm just glad that the Cure did two shows. Yeah, um, because this was an added one, right? One of, one of the ones yeah. that edit? Okay, cool. Yeah, like when I saw them in 2016, um, I did the the three Hollywood Bowl shows and and Shoreline mm-hmm. in Mountain View. Um, and honestly, if they had just done a couple shows in Shoreline, maybe I wouldn't have gone down to, you know, the Hollywood Bowl. I mean, like, I'm glad I did. Those, yeah. were, those were fantastic shows. I know. Um, so, yeah, when they announced that Mountain View would be the one california date where it would just be the one date i was like oh fuck all right yeah but you know like <laughs> i i just started a, a new job recently that doesn't really allow me to travel like i used to be able to right so i was like I'll, I'll go to the one show i'll make the most of it and then they announced the second one <laughs> and i was you know i was talking to my wife i was like hey like let's let's do the two days and she was she was like all right screw it yeah. let's go um the only other time she she saw them she saw them the very she and i went to our our first cure show together which was the reflections tour yeah, okay. yeah. so she hadn't seen them since 2011 she hadn't seen them in a, in a dozen years yeah. um when i was going to the hollywood bowl shows and the shoreline show in 2016 i asked if she wanted to go and she was like i've i've seen enough the last day of a lifetime um so i was really glad that 
she agreed to go to these shows. Cool. Um, and the first show was, um, listen, like yeah. any Cure show is a great show. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't get me wrong, <laughs> but I will say of all the times I've seen them, this for me at least it was one of the lesser shows. Okay. And I think the reason being is that um, it really got, as far as the set list itself goes, it really got caught up in kind of like what the the limitations that they kind of put on themselves by, you know, we're going to open with this song and then we'll do these three songs and then we'll switch out a song and then we'll do the same three songs we're doing every night. Yeah. And so because of that, I I kind of knew what to expect. Yeah. In certain spots. Um the 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 big surprises for me at that first show were at night, mm-hmm. which is like top ten cure songs for me. Yeah. Um lost my shit when <laughs> when Simon started playing that like just crunchy distorted baseline it was like nasty <laughs> yeah it's, it's a nasty it's nasty baseline it was so good um you know burn always is a highlight for me um and 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 the other thing also which i should have mentioned up front is that this is my first time seeing perry on stage uh, yeah, yeah so which which is great i think it's cool that he's switching from guitar to keyboards based on what the song needs right i think that the three guitar attack that they do on certain songs um like really works i think that i mean like no disrespect to pearl thompson mm-hmm or or Perry, but I I love Reeves. Yeah, and I'm not just saying that because I I, I love his work with Bowie. <laughs> right. But I mean, like seeing just the soloing on a night like this, or from the edge of the deep green sea, I it's it's just like you're just watching one of the greats yeah it really does seem like it's gelling a lot more or maybe we're all just kind of really seeing it more now in a sense yeah. of like not as like a new cure member or something like exactly. that you know it's like this exactly really does like now he's he he is you know in he's 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 in the band yeah yeah um I'm trying to think of what the other, I mean, also seeing all the new songs was a highlight for me. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Like, you know, we've all cheated and watched the YouTube clips a billion <laughs> times at this point, yeah. you know, but like, I'm sure the experience of like seeing them in person and feeling it and seeing it has got to hit on a whole different level that I can't wait 100, for. But... 100%. Cool. Like, I. I've listened, there's like a a video on YouTube where someone put the soundboard audio of those first five songs Uh together. And I listened to that a few times. And even, you know, like listening to that, I was like, okay, I I really like this song. This song's okay. I really like this song, you know, whatever. But seeing all of them live, it's like, fuck, they're, they're they're all really good. And I mean, like, The Cure is one of those bands and i would 
maybe also put like Depeche Mode mm-hmm. in this camp where their new stuff is just as good or some of it is yeah. just as good as the songs that made you initially fall in love with them. Yeah, for sure. And the heaviness of these songs, it they 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 remind me of Blood Flowers mm-hmm. a bit particularly songs like watching me fall or the title track right because especially alone and end song they're so drawn out and i hate to use this word because i think it's very overused nowadays but they mm-hmm. have that epic feeling to them yeah something like from the edge of the deep green sea has or the song disintegration has yeah yeah and um There's something really brave about just knowing that you're gonna go into this song with this pace you know and like right. that like cause right like, for eight minutes right plus. <laughs> it's like no we're not going anywhere everyone get comfortable right <laughs> um i i also really liked at the first show shake dog shake because like you know me i love the top yeah <laughs> and it was Gotta really represent. cool yeah yeah exactly <laughs> and it was really cool seeing that they put a visual of perry on screen now yeah, with the rest of them i was you know yeah included cool, cool. him in and then the f- <laughs> the first encore of the first show uh-huh. like ruined me yeah <laughs> it was i can never say goodbye it can never be the same. Um, plain song, prayers for rain and disintegration. Yeah, that's so. It was just like <laughs> let's play the five songs that are gonna fuck Tyler up the most. Oh man! And um, and it was funny because earlier, before the Cure played, between the Twilight Sad and the Cure, there we we, we had Lawn for mm-hmm. that show. And there were people who worked at the venue going around offering like popcorn, candy corn, churros, whatever. Right. And I wanted a churro at the time, but we couldn't get, get the person's attention. <laughs> and so right at like the peak of the song Disintegration with the line, and now that I know that I'm breaking to pieces, you know, like tears are rolling down my face. Right. The fucking churro, churro guy comes out of nowhere. <laughs> and is like, churro? And my wife looks at me and she's like, do you want a churro? I'm like, no, I don't want a churro. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, That's funny. She did end up buying one and I did end up eating yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Recover it from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you don't want to be sobbing then, while eating one of those. It's just... Yeah, really like, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then the second encore, I mean, the second encore was fine. I'm kind of over seeing the cure, just doing the pop encore. I get it, especially after doing such an emotionally heavy show. Yeah. But for me, like I, I, I would rather, or I would rather see more obscure singles. Yeah. And you know, hot, hot, hot. It was, it was cool to finally see six different ways. Yeah. Because the head on the door was one of the first two albums of theirs I ever listened to. So cool. that was a song that I never thought I would see them do. Yeah. And even though it's it's 
probably my least favorite song on that album. <laughs> it was it's still cool to see them do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, something different and Yeah. Um, you know, and this is something that I was telling my wife, which is that the Cure is a band where every single time I've seen them, they've played at least one song I've never seen them do before. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So yeah, overall the first show we both left the show feeling like it was really good but it could have been better it's funny you said and that then we to this... the second show yeah it's funny because yeah. like when i was like and just the... doing and I, I always feel shitty like when i'm doing these little reviews because i'm basically all i have to go by is the set list you know looking at yeah. it as a you know and 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 i was looking at that one and i was kind of like yeah that you didn't get like a new tour debut or anything it was especially if you had right. been kind of studying the set list like mm-hmm. you're like mm, yeah they just kind of shuffled around some stuff right. i don't know are we starting to see this is going to be the kind of pattern or right and then luckily <laughs> yeah. it seems like it they stepped it up on the next one and you know like you're saying it's not even a knock it's just kind of like you would you know what you would expect based on this you know it was same of the some of the same structures and stuff mm-hmm. as the other one and very few like hot 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 as like the big surprise in the first night you know you're like yeah right like, oh. you know like because <laughs> but, they played in between days in the forest in the main set yeah. I like all right so they're gonna play gonna a different change. pop song right. in the second one for and they're probably gonna play disintegration in the first yeah. encore and you know that'll be the last song so yeah, I guess that second night then is the one where we'll, we'll focus on. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a similar thing happened to me when I saw them at the Shoreline in in, in 2016, uh-huh. which was that you know on that tour, like if they opened with "Open," then they're gonna play "High." Right. And if they open with "Plain Song," then they're gonna play "Pictures of You." If they yeah, open without "This clues. World," then they'll play "Watching the Fall." <laughs> And so I think it was at the shoreline in 2016. They 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 opened with open, and then played alt end. Okay. And for the rest of the show, <laughs> I at 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 that time I was like, like I don't know what yeah, anything could happen at that point. <laughs> so they open with alone, and then pictures of you. And then I'm thinking maybe they'll swap out a night like this for Kyoto song because they did that once or twice. And then they played Close Down. And I'm just like, (laughs) like, what? (laughs) Like, and yeah, from that point on, like, because then I was like, okay, maybe they're swapping out a night like this for this. And then they played a night like this. And then they played Love Song. And I'm like, there haven't, like, there's usually just, like, three songs between the new songs and now there's four what what's gonna happen it's like they put Um, the pattern there just to throw you off later when they break the pattern you know it's like right right clever and you know and then you know it was if only tonight we can sleep which is like one of my favorite songs from the kiss me album um and then Robert so 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 Robert had introduced I forget which one they played first if it was a fragile thing or and nothing is forever but before they played that song Robert had said this is a new song and then after if only tonight we could sleep he says this was a new song 
1979. <laughs> and then he says, well, you know, technically every song at one point is a new song. <laughs> and like my wife's favorite Cure album is Three Imaginary Boys. That was one of the things that she loved so much about the Reflection show. Yeah. And so I look at her and I'm like, uh, Reimaginary Boys. <laughs> she, she, she's like, what? Like, and and yeah, that was a song I never thought I would see them do again. Yeah, that's a good. And that was one of the highlights of the show for me. Awesome. Um, Perry and Roger left the stage, huh. which is understandable because it's a very bare song. Yeah, there's no keyboards on it. Um, Reeves played the solo, which is just fucking fantastic. Awesome. Um, and then the next highlight for me was Cold. Yeah, which I had I had seen them do at that Shoreline show in 2016, um, and I knew they were playing it on this tour. They didn't play it at the first show, so I was really hoping for it. Yeah, like when when, when my wife and I were on our way to this show, we were talking about songs that we would want to see at this show, and I was like, as long as they play one song from Pornography, <laughs> I'll and and uh, you know, Burn again. Which was great yeah um i love and, that grouping of like cold and burn together it's, it's like, so good that's that's pretty rad yeah that's a nice it's little... so good and and then i think it was after burn was a strange day yeah yeah which i had never seen them do before okay it's one i've always wanted to see them play. Right. <laughs> like I, I was losing my shit <laughs> um awesome. it was like like and and something actually i'll save this for later on as we, <laughs> as we talk more about the other songs that, that they play um i didn't mind sacrificing shake dog shake at the yeah. second show okay yeah i guess that wasn't in there huh. yeah despite loving the top yeah we got I it will... the other night too so that's great <laughs> right like i will lose that for more songs from pornography yeah so when they didn't play shake dog shake and you know went into from the edge of the deep green sea i was again i was like okay after this song will be end song and then again they pull the rug right out of my feet and played 100 years and so by this point i've got three songs from (laughs) yeah um and i don't I, i i'd seen them do I seen them do 100 years before. I seen them do Cold before, and I seen them do The Hanging Garden before. But I'd only ever seen them play like one pornography song per show. Shit, yeah, this is really the first cool. time where it was like, we're just gonna beat you over the head with it. <laughs> awesome. And pornography was the other one of those first two Cure albums that made me a fan. Yeah. And so this was like, oh, yeah. fucking hell, yes. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I also forgot to mention Play for Today as well, which um, I know a lot of Cure fans really love. I I think the song is really good. Uh-huh. It wasn't one of the highlights for me, but it was still cool to see it. Yeah. I like it in that spot too with Push, you know, so they're kind of yeah. like the two rowdy chant along ones together. Yeah. You know, so yeah. yeah, exactly. Cool vibe. Um, and then before 
they played I Can Never Say Goodbye, Robert said something which was to the effect of that. He said, you know, he, he apologized if he forgot words. Mm-hmm. He said, Fortunately, I, I, I remember more words than I forget. <laughs> um, but, you know, like after doing such an emotionally exhausting set, he might forget words. And then he said, basically, like, I wrote this next song. It's about the death of my brother. And I wish I wrote it before he died. Mm. So if you have a brother or sister, you know, just like make sure to let them know that you love them kind of thing. Oh, geez. Yeah. Um, and then, <laughs> and then they play the song. Yeah. And I'm, and I'm like, Oh, everyone's God. a mess. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. And you know, because I hadn't learned my lesson by that point, I was expecting them to do. It can never be the same, yeah. which I should mention was a highlight of the first night. Yeah. That's... I'm glad they brought that song back. Um, Seeing them do it in 2016, for me, that's a five-star Cure song. Yeah, I love it. It's, um, it's yeah. I'm so it's, happy that it's back in for these shows because that kind of makes it like come alive again in a sense that like it seemed agreed. like it's, they, it could have totally disappeared and just been this weird little thing that never officially got recorded or, or released anyway. Right. <laughs> and, right. Um, you know, so this kind of shows that it's, it's something that might still linger around and be part of them, you know, which is maybe, great. Maybe on the new album. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. seems if, like... if they abandoned step into the light, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. They could... <laughs> Leave that one behind. Yeah. Um, so, because I hadn't learned my lesson by that point, I was like, okay, next they'll play. It can never be the yeah. same. And then it was want. As well as being a the top apologist, mm-hmm. I'm also a wild mood swings apologist. Right <laughs> Unlike Shake Dog Shake, want is the only song from Wild Mood Swings I've ever seen them play. It <laughs> yeah. like, still pisses me off to this day. <laughs> um, but it worked really well. Cool coming after I can never say goodbye. You know, that whole first encore, which was, and I don't have the paper in front of me, so I'm just going on it here. It was, I can never say goodbye, want a thousand hours, Charlotte sometimes in primary. Yeah, and forced to top it off too. Yeah, yeah. that's a Um, fucking solid block there. And an extra one, they hadn't been doing six in there. Yeah. It had just been the five, so. And so... You know, this is something that I was talking to my wife about is that, you know, if you look at the grouping of that song, of, of, of those songs in and of themselves, like it's a it's a good grouping of songs. Those yeah. are all really solid songs. But I noticed, and this might just be me putting on like my tinfoil, <laughs> there's kind of a thematic through line between all of those songs, which is about like wanting, you know, wanting or losing something so in never say goodbye um you know it's the loss of his brother yeah is about wanting all of these things and not necessarily getting them a thousand hours is about waiting so long for something that may or may not come um you know charlotte sometimes is you know about you know it's, it's it's about a girl yeah but there's such a melancholic feel to that song yeah that i've always kind of gotten the sense of loss and tragedy out of that one 
primary seems to be about holding on to youth and the loss of youth. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the forest is about losing a girl in the forest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, and 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 also, it was a reverse chronological encore. Yeah. Which, like, the jump of time between some of those songs might have been jarring for another band. Yeah. But, like, going from one into a thousand hours felt natural. Going from a thousand hours into Charlotte sometimes felt natural. Yeah. It it all flowed so well. And despite the fact that I love, you know, like every Cure fan, I love the Disintegration album Mm. and the song Disintegration is my favorite Cure song. I think that the that first encore the second night was Mm -hmm. better than the first encore on the first night. Yeah. Um, Because. You know, like, yeah, it's cool. Plain song, Prayers for Rain and Disintegration. But that's kind of like, you know, oh, well, they're all from the same album. Yeah, so we'll, it's so just we'll a, just play them all together. Yeah. It's like a yeah, rock so block more than Of course they're a... going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this felt more, like I said, it felt more thematically linked. Yeah, it is interesting. More, Looking at more... them, it's, it's, and yeah, I mean, God, like, that's a great point of just, how seamless that much time, you know, really is. It's yeah. like 45 years almost of, of career and it, it still sounds good. I mean, what the hell band it, can do that where you can play a new song that fits perfectly into something from, you know, 20 years ago, then into 30 yeah, years exactly. ago, then 40 is like, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so cool. <laughs> and, um, and kind of like I alluded to talking about the first show, I don't mind a shortened pop set list. I actually yeah. prefer the shortened pop set list. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, like, I love doing the Unstuck. I love, you know, Six Different Ways is a super fun song. But I don't mind sacrificing those songs so I can get more songs from yeah, Pornography yeah. <laughs> exactly. and more songs from 17 Seconds and Faith and, you know, deeper cuts off the Kiss Me album. Right on. Um, and... Which leads me to what I was going to say earlier, but I, I said I, I, I would pull it <laughs> off, is is that, you know, being the age that I am and becoming a Cure fan when I became a Cure fan, like, I'm, I wasn't alive for the prayer tour. Yeah. I, you know, I was like 10 when they toured for Blood <laughs> Flowers. Right. Um, and so looking at those set lists that are very faith heavy and pornography heavy and 17 seconds heavy um you know like i'll i'll download those recordings and be like man like i really wish i could just go to a cure show that you know like is one of those darker shows yeah and that's what the second night at the shoreline was for me it's like yeah there was the light at the end of the tunnel at the end yeah heaven and boys don't cry and whatever I say whatever. Those are great songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just love, you know, and, and I'm sure this is like emotionally taxing. Right. On, you know, especially Robert having to sing these songs. Yeah. But having such an intense, like, main set and that first encore, that was kind of like the show I always wanted as a fan yeah. that I just was never around to see. Hmm. Yeah. Like, 
no district you know like those 2016 shows were great yeah but you know there were however many encores of you know the pop stuff yeah, and yeah, yeah. what whatever um <laughs> and you know like the reflection show the reflection show is still like the single best show i've ever gone to in my life yeah. but of course that's going to be a darker heavier show because you know of what yeah, it was and so just like the fact that this was a show where they could have gone the easy route and just kind of slotted out a couple songs like they did at the first shoreline show but they didn't do that yeah i like you know like i said like i i kept having the rug pulled out of me like mm-hmm. song after song after song it was to the point where i was like i don't even know what the fuck they're gonna do right. like like after they played charlotte sometimes i looked at my wife and i was like i think i know what song they're gonna play like i think they're gonna play a forest yeah. five songs in the first encore and then they played primary i'm like i give up like i have, <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what, the, what they're gonna That's do the best when they just crack the formula and you're just yeah, you don't know because yeah, like, so much I'm of it is. I'm just along for the ride. Yeah, the suspense of like, oh man, anything's possible now. <laughs> you know, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, and you know, like, like I said, those 2016 shows were great, but that second Twilight show, next to the Reflection show, man. best pure concert I've ever gone to. Awesome. Like, hand, like no. <laughs> competition Excellent. with like any of the other cure shows i've ever gone to yeah um, like robert robert sounds fantastic like the my my wife and uh also uh, one of her friends went with us the first night like my wife's friend kept looking at the both of us and being like he sounds so good yeah. like he still sounds fantastic the band is in top form jason's fucking killing it yeah (laughs) um like i said reeves is killing it like everyone's just killing it like (laughs) and and something that you know like i made this you know like i i made a post on instagram with pictures that i took and whatnot but Uh the thing is like if this were the last i hope it's not but if this were the last cure show i ever went to okay and it's crazy because like yeah that idea that you know, technically, a band at that age, you do kind of give them the free pass for them to kind of fall apart a little bit, you know. And you're like, mm-hmm. we would still be here, man. This would still be amazing, you know. But the fact that these shows, I was blown away by that with the European tour last year, yeah. you know, where so many people were saying, I've been seeing this band like so many times, or even people who've only seen them a handful of times, like, and this was the best one. It was the best yeah. show. And it's like that they're still doing that at this age, and is. It's amazing and I love it. <laughs> and I'm glad that you mentioned the European shows because that was another thing going into both of these shows was I was kind of like, oh, you know, like Europe got the dark set. Yeah, they, yeah. they got faith. They got the drowning man. They yeah. got the figurehead. And even Close Down was like so, pretty common. I think for a lot of those shows, that was kind of yeah. the one they were plugging in around that four or three yeah. slot. So that's, that's awesome. And you know, like... I'd seen them do that song a couple times in 2016 and I had kind of resigned myself to the fact that I would never see them do that song again. Yeah. And so for them to just pull it out so casually. Yeah. Like, 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 <laughs> awesome. Yeah. yeah. Like, 
And it's crazy looking at it too, of what a wonderful combo it is to, you know, it's hard to, to do that in hindsight, I guess, on the first night. But when you look at the full list of what you got on the first night and then paired with how awesome that second night was right. too, because it is like on certain ones, you're like, oh, they, like the first night, um, you know, you didn't get a thousand hours, but they played it right. on the second one and you didn't get cold on the first one, but you got it on the second one. Right. And, right. and then, you know, there really wasn't any other trade-offs, I guess, on the last one, what, uh, shake dog shake, like you're saying, I think was the only, well, and also six different ways wasn't yeah, played. Neither was maybe unstuck. Yeah. But again, like, yeah, I can, <laughs> totally. can be, like, I've seen them do them. Well, well, you know, now I've seen them do six different ways, but like, yeah. you know, I've seen dude doing the unstuck a couple times before. It's fine, whatever. I mean, like, personally, I'd be way more jazzed to see them play a letter to Elise. Yeah, yeah, like, it's funny. Let's come up with so many people who are like, I still want to hear a letter to Elise. <laughs> I saw them do it at one of the Hollywood Bowl shows. Yeah, and. That's one of those songs. I've resigned myself. Yeah, it's weird. Like that's a rare one. It it's like, yeah, that should. How could you have that song and not play it every night? It's so weird. <laughs> it's like that's pretty cool. That's that you have that nice back catalog where you can be like, nah, I'm not playing that tonight. <laughs> yeah, but that's the other thing is, you know, the Cure in a lot of ways have set a standard. Or have have they they've set the bar at a point where not a lot, if no other legacy act, I think can hit it. Yeah. Because like like I know I mentioned Depeche Mode earlier. Yeah. Um, I saw them a couple times in March. I saw them for the first two shows of their current tour, and like a T-shirt. A T-shirt is forty-five dollars. <laughs> And also, I saw them two nights in a row. They're playing a great show, but they played the same exact show. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I get it if visuals and big screens and whatever, if that's so integral to your set. Yeah. But on the other side of it, the art, you know, The Cure has visuals for almost all of their songs. Yeah they're doing different songs like i'm just like i saw duran duran last year mm -hmm. and they sucked yeah <laughs> like it was like watching a wedding band that didn't want to be there uh... and i know people who went who are fans and were like oh my god you know it was so great xyz whatever yeah and i feel like the cure has really proven that at least as far as like legacy bands go, yeah. it's time to stop accepting the bare minimum. Yeah. Just because they're playing Hungry Like the Wolf right. doesn't mean that it's a good performance of Hungry Like yeah. the Wolf. Yeah. I saw them two nights in a row and they played maybe 40-ish different songs, maybe 40 to 45 different songs between those two nights. Hmm. Like when I saw them the three nights at the Hollywood Bowl, like I don't even I don't even know how many different songs were between right. those, those three shows, and you know they play for like three hours, yeah, and I just feel like at this point, like there is no excuse for other bands, yeah, to either you know switch stuff up night to night, or stop charging so much for merch. 
and also fuck Ticketmaster. <laughs> For sure. Like if you told me last year that Robert Smith would be the one going to bat against Ticketmaster <laughs> right. and fighting Ticketmaster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Been, like that's wishful thinking. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Just all that stuff of like how fast he was reacting on it too and stuff, you know. I, I love love these guys, but moving fast on things isn't really usually their forte. You no, know? no, <laughs> not like, at all. He's all getting everybody refunds and shit. I was like, whoa, right. man, what the hell is going on? He's like, I <laughs> usually delete my old emails, but I'm keeping <laughs> yeah, the I got one a that screenshot says, you know, that. like this, this <laughs> like like this partial refund is because of Robert Smith. Like totally. like print that out, put it on your wall. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> Yeah, it was just so, like, even if it was all that business, it was like this is the most we've heard from Robert in like consecutive like comments. <laughs> I loved right. it. You know, I wished it was happier news a lot of the times, but it was great. We're getting constant interaction with him, <laughs> right? And it really showed. You know, like the price of the merch and the whole Ticketmaster thing, and the changing of the set lists and the length of the shows all plays into the fact that like this is a guy who really cares about his fans yeah. and really wants his fans to have an equal experience yeah whether you're the person who's been seeing them since you know like the head on the door era or if this is your first show right like he really wants you to come away feeling like you weren't ripped off in any aspect of that you know of, of the entire thing yeah and i like like fuck you know i thought i couldn't love him even more. yeah i know right? <laughs> this guy's amazing yeah it's, it's great he doesn't half-ass things you know he always he, he goes full no. throttle and, and it would be so easy especially at this point in their career and everything they have done to just be like yeah whatever let's just coast it out for about 10 more years I, and you know right but uh, yeah, it's it's pretty. We'll just show up and play the hits, and that'll be. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, they could totally do that, and we'd still be like, yeah, we're there. But you know, this is right. so much better. <laughs> so, yeah, very cool. And like you said, like they're a band that has such a deep back catalog that they can can like they could do a tour debut. They could do tour debut, two tour debuts at every show. Yeah. <laughs> and not run out of material yeah and again it shows that he gives a fuck you know because it's like clearly they're not his favorite songs or he would be playing them for the last 20 years or whatever so he's clearly right. doing he's like yeah that's a cool song we haven't revisited you know so it's thinking you know and, and being smart that that is gets us all riled up and you know yeah they're playing this you know and that's right that's cool yeah and kind of like what i said talking about like the theme of that first encore is like a thousand hours does fit in yeah. with the overall theme of the show yeah. six different ways even though it's not a single does fit in with the pop sound of that that second encore yeah for sure very cool how was the crowd and stuff i can't say so much for the first show because i was on one but yeah. the second show there was a stretch from maybe Whatever the second new song was they played, either a fragile thing or uh, or a nothing is forever. But there was a stretch from that mm -hmm. to like push where just everyone was sitting down. Yeah. It was great for me because I got I got a better view. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's like 
they're playing three imaginary boys. Why isn't everybody going crazy? Yeah. You know, like, or they're playing cold. Why aren't you losing your mind? Yeah, that's so weird. It's like, well, I'm hanging out. <laughs> so. right, yeah, exactly. I'm like, how, how, how isn't everybody just like dying during these songs? Yeah. Interesting. So yeah, so everybody was fairly chill then, but at least very chill. Not, um, there was obnoxious one... at least, hopefully. <laughs> no, no one obnoxious. Um, the the person immediately to my right. <laughs> to know any of the songs which is weird i'm like why are you here but okay whatever but i wouldn't say that the crowd was bad it just felt like at least during that run you know like like those are the people who come alive during the second on yeah like, like they were the more casual fans which is fine yeah. you know cool whatever yeah. great so it's cool that also that the cure realizes that there are people who are only there for the hits yeah and so, you know, sprinkle a couple in the beginning. Right. <laughs> and then, you know, just throw them all in at the end. Give, you know, give the people what they want, so to yeah. speak. That pop encore for the second night, I think, was a lot more palatable the second night for me. Because, you know, what like I said earlier, it, it wasn't so long. But also because it felt like that second show up to that point had been much more heavy. Yeah. And so even though it was a shorter set, it was still now we yeah. can breathe. Now it's okay. A little bit more of like a celebrational finale, maybe or kind something. Of, yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, to this is... to totally. Um, yeah. I think that the walk, the second night was one of those songs where, you know, I, I I've seen them do that at all. At, almost every show yeah but something about it the second night like it, it had a good. it was much more potent yeah huh. um because you know lullaby is a great song but it doesn't really feel like it it's a very ballsy single because it doesn't it doesn't sound like a single right in the context of disintegration, it does because you know it's, right. it's, it's one of the only songs under five minutes. Right. But the walk really felt like now here's now you know, from here on out yeah. is the good vibes portion right. of, of the yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. the walk was really kind of like, oh right, like cool, uh, great. Now we can chill out. Yeah, huh. cool. Well, man, yeah. Well, that sounds like a hell of a, a roundup, I guess, as we. Uh... Start to wrap up here. I guess as far as the uh, people have been loving the the poster art, what do you what do you think of the uh, the the gig poster for this one? I guess it's the Golden Gate Bridge, right? Is that it's a little more well, San Francisco? Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I commented on one of the posts about it. Yeah. And I said I want to find who did it and throttle them yeah. for doing <laughs> the worst poster. Worst, worst I mean, thing. now I've seen the, the the Portland one, so I I take it back. <laughs> But the thing is, like, it's it's not okay. First of all, <laughs> see, we're going full circle with the uh, San Francisco thing. It's great. right. First of all, they didn't play San Francisco; they played Mountain View. Yeah. But second of all, that's not even the Golden Gate Bridge. The Golden yeah, Gate what? Bridge has two towers. Oh, okay. And I saw somebody make the argument. All oh, right, well, no, it's the Bay Bridge. Ah. The Bay Bridge, in its current iteration. I think has four towers. Okay. But so, so the Bay bridge is what connects Oakland to San Francisco. Right. And in the middle is treasure Island. 
So you go on the bridge and then there's a little stretch where you're going through the island and then you're on the second part of the bridge. And because of that, the first tower or the first two towers look nothing like the second and third one or Mm. the third and fourth ones. So it's not the Bay Bridge either (laughs) because the towers on this bridge all look the exact same. Hmm. And I felt like this person took like the easiest way out. Like, oh, San Francisco. (laughs) Some kind of bridge. bridge. (laughs) Right. You know, like it was cool that for the Phoenix, Arizona show, it had a Phoenix on it. For that one Texas show, it was a cowboy rodeo thing. But I also really loved, you know, for that that New Orleans one. Yeah. That has nothing to do with New Orleans. Yeah. And it's gorgeous. Or the Dallas one, that's that really hyper popped out version of that photo of Robert from the prayer tour. Yeah. And all the, with flowers. the flowers yeah. in the shirt. Like I love that. Or even even the Hollywood Bowl ones with the forest reference. And this just felt like the person did the bare minimum <laughs> like all right well how many letters are in that band name yeah. all right that's the towers there are going to be right <laughs> yeah yeah i can see that did not, sorry didn't to hear yeah did not hear for that <laughs> fair fair enough for sure the posters were the worst thing about the show uh, good well i guess that's a good zero thing zero out of the... ten shows ruined churros were good so <laughs> Churro was good. Yeah, good. <laughs> it wasn't as crunchy as I like. If you're going to miss out on two things, I guess the posters and, and the snacks. Yeah. And so, it was like so. an El, El Dente churro. Okay. Yeah, not quite <laughs> where it needs it's to be. <laughs> awesome. Cool, man. Well, we'll let you go there. We don't want to keep you too long, but I really appreciate you walking us through that. That definitely makes yeah. a lot more sense of just uh, looking at the set list. Because I'm hearing a lot of people are like really praising this is the the one we we all want that second night everyone's if we could put on our request for uh, yeah. the city we, that's the night that's set list we want that one so i wouldn't be surprised you know and again the you know i have no idea what the rest of the tour is going to yeah. look like but mm-hmm. i wouldn't be surprised if this is the show that people compare every other yeah. <laughs> set list on the tour to right well, hopefully their ears are open and they'll keep that in their back pocket too and sprinkle yeah. it out there occasionally. <laughs> and I hope you get one of, one of those. Yeah, hopefully if I cover enough of them, the, it's like uh, like the lotto if you buy enough tickets, right? Or something. <laughs> right, exactly. You're sure to, help your you're odds, sure to win yeah. sometime. Because, yeah, that would have killed you if you you'd done the first night and just said, eh, I'll skip the second. Then you see that and you're like, oh, you know. And, I would have so, been so pissed off. So, yeah, that's the worst case scenario. So definitely glad that didn't happen. And, and you got a solid Same. combo in second night. So, very cool. And always great to hear from you, man. Thanks so much. How's, how's the music yeah. going? You got new stuff in the works? I'm playing a festival in New Orleans in October. Yeah. So I'm hoping that between now and then I'm able to get some new stuff done because I kind of, you know, the album that I came out with a couple years ago, I still like it a lot, yeah. but it's 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 time to start playing new stuff. It's time to start writing new stuff. Cool. That'll be good. I hope so. You got a good chunk of time, that's I think so. And yeah, 
Hopefully, and anyone else out there, Violator on uh, all streaming services, right? You should be able to find it on there. I know yes. I've seen it on on Apple. Is it on everything else? I'm assuming, probably. Yeah. yeah. With a with a backslash instead of the L. L. Yes. Cool. Yeah. Check it out, people. You'll dig it. And uh, thank yeah. you. Yeah, for sure. So I'll let you go there and talk to you soon. We'll have to do some more casual cure chit chat soon. Sounds good. Awesome. I'll talk to you later. Talk hard. All right, again, a very special thank you to Tyler. Always a pleasure talking to Tyler and having him back on the show and uh, for, for contributing and telling us every little detail of the Mountain View shows there. So sound like an amazing couple of nights. But we got two more shows to cover, too, before we wrap up here. Uh, I'll try to make it as short and sweet as possible, but I want to neglect the fine performances that went down on May 31st, the 13th show of the tour, Wednesday night, Moda Center in Portland, Oregon. 16-song main set. Yep, unique songs alternating included. See how I said that? Instead of we're doing the numbered slots, we'll just say the cool, unique, alternating songs. Um, If Only Tonight We Could Sleep was once again slipped into the set. Thousand Hours was thrown back into the main set. We had Play For Today in there. We had Shake Dog Shake back in the action. And we had another tour debut. Yes, they're still doing it. Uh, This time in the number 10 slot, we had... M. Everybody loves that song. So happy, and I hope it is a regular. I would love to see that on the upcoming shows. So M is in the mix now, bringing that to the 49th song that they've played on this tour so far. I believe Europe maxed out at 50, and I think like two or three of those were thrown in on the final night even. So we're already at 49 and they haven't even gotten to the Midwest yet, so who knows what the hell's going to happen. Or else maybe this is where we can start kind of cooling our jets and not expecting the world from these guys. But who knows? M is in the mix, and I couldn't be happier about that. And so cool that everyone out in Portland got to hear M. Encore 1, you heard um, the combo again. They had it back in action of, I can never say goodbye, and I can... It can never be the same. One of these times I'm going to say both those back-to-back perfectly. It's not tonight, though. At Night was played there. Um, Plain Song and Disintegration. So in this one, they switched At Night before Plain Song and Disintegration. Not sure how that would impact the flow, maybe. But uh, maybe tightens the disintegration feel of Plain Song to Disintegration a little better. Um, Encore 2. We did an eight-song version of the pop encore this time. Um, Same order as like the Notorious Nine that we had from the start, but this time they left out doing the Unstuck. So Six Different Ways is in there, but we didn't have doing the Unstuck. So we had eight songs. A little more compact, but not quite the stripped-down seven that Europe got and Tyler got on the second night. So uh, we'll call this the Electric Eight. Yeah, Uh, still no Another Happy Birthday, so what's up with that? That new song, is it gone forever? We don't know, but it was not played in San Francisco either night, and it was not played in Oregon. So um, yeah, I didn't get a chance to catch any of the live streams on that one and haven't had time to watch any floating around footage. I'm sure it's out there, Um, but 
I was, you know, talking to Tyler. So <laughs> Wednesday night. So yeah, this is a, a paper review only. So don't judge me. Um, but judging by the smiles on the faces of people that I saw pictures of at that show, it seemed like it was awesome. And the band is in full maximum power mode again and crushing it. As they carry that energy into June 1st, Thursday night's show, 14th show of the tour. June 1st? What? Simon's birthday? Goddamn right it is. Happy birthday to Simon. And it's at the Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington. Um, Eden posted a show, a, a picture before the show, of them hanging out backstage Simon's playing around on the bass. We got a birthday cake in front of him. We got Robert leaning over, talking to him. Everyone's got smiles on their face. Roger was sitting there. Reeves was in the back. And who else was there? Oh, uh, Noel Gallagher of Oasis was just hanging out. Yep. And it was an all-chocolate birthday cake from what I could tell. So if anybody wants to make note of that to surprise him with a chocolate cake at some point, that seems to be his favorite. I was curious. I looked up to see if Noel Gallagher, well, did he just fly in for that show? Was he just hanging out, you know? Um, it does turn out that the Noel Gallagher and his high-flying birds are kicking off their summer tour in Auburn, Washington um, tonight, actually. So the night after this, so June 2nd. So he came in a little early, hanging out with the boys. So a little bit of a crossover, at least. So he wasn't, like, just... I am a fucking lovely kid. <laughs> but uh, he recently did that remix of the um, new Noel song. Noel has some good solo shit, by the way, too. So that was kind of cool to see this. Um, you know, and it's funny. He's been coming up a lot lately. Henson, my little boy, you know, he uh, has been starting to learn how to play guitar and stuff. And, and somehow he's, he's really like just obsessed with Don't Look Back in Anger. So he wanted to learn that. So he's been working on a cover of that. And this just like blew his mind this morning when I told him, I was like, hey, guess what? Your buddy Noel Gallagher was at the Cure show last night. And he's like, what? What? They're friends? <laughs> so who knows? But uh, yeah, pretty cool. Robert was wearing a Nirvana shirt. Of course, he's in Seattle. So uh, the theme continues. And uh, looks like he's still... Ha I wonder if he's buying them in the city or if he packed all these. But who knows? Um, let's see. Set list was... Uh, Close Down was once again in there, so that was rad. Last Day of Summer was sprinkled into this one. Um, it Can Never Be the Same was pushed earlier into the set, making it not the follow-up in Encore 1, so I wonder what will be in the slot there. Hungry Ghost was in the set list, so we know that that was probably Simon saying, It's my birthday. <laughs> I won't play fucking Hungry Ghost. So, sure enough, it's in there. Uh, so then we get to Encore 1. Um, I Could Never Say Goodbye kicked it off as usual, followed by Want. And then another Happy Birthday returns. I don't know if they only brought it back because it was Simon's birthday, but it's kind of really fucking sad. So I don't know if he'd be like bringing it back just to for the Simon connection. So that's cool though, that it's not like something they're going to totally abandon and it has potential, a new song that might or might not get played. So that's kind of cool. Um, shake dog shake is in the first encore. So that was kind of odd. And then we see the return of 100 years again, which is very cool and promising to see that they already brought it back around again. Um, 
only skipping the next night there. So that's cool. And that capped off Encore 1. Encore 2, they got eight-song version again of the Notorious 9. This time, instead of leaving out doing the Unstuck, because he can't do that. Because remember? Remember what Simon said in that little interview? The only two songs he really mentioned is being personal favorites, Hungry Ghost and Doing the Unstuck. So, of course, that one's going to be in there. They leave out six different ways, though. So, sorry, Seattle. You don't get to hear uh, six different ways. But it's an amazing set list nonetheless. I think even Noel Gallagher couldn't bitch about that set list. He's a fucking good set list. (laughs) So, uh, I love Noel. I miss his his quotes in in the media. So... Anytime you get to read some null quotes, those are great. Um, all right, so I think that's about it. Sorry to kind of blow through Portland and uh, Seattle, but uh, didn't have any official contributions from those. And just looking at it, they look like solid, awesome sets um, just based on everything on paper. So uh, we got a new song, like I said, M in Portland. And uh, we got the return of another happy birthday. So that doesn't mean that one's dead and buried. And we get a lot of stuff still staying alive, you know? It's funny with these songs that got sprinkled in, you kind of think of them as like, um, you can't let it touch the ground like that old balloon game you'd play as a kid. <laughs> you know, or you can't, can't let the balloon touch the ground. And uh, I feel like when they hit the ground, maybe they're disappearing for good. But uh, I don't know. I wouldn't really count out any of them at this point. So any song of the 49 that you've heard... You know, you can still hold out hope that they're going to play that when the cure rolls into your town. And on, they're crossing the border now. They are playing tonight in about a half hour at the time of recording this. They're going to kick it off and play in Vancouver, Canada. So hopefully we'll uh, have some good scoop on how that all went in the next installment of Shows of a Lost World Tour Updates on the Holy Hour Podcast. Oh, yeah, and don't forget to um, check out on Instagram the Cure Arts Collab, hashtag Cure Arts Collab. That's a project that Kate put together to honor Simon on his birthday and um, all kinds of great art and portraits done. So go check it out at Cure Arts Collab on Instagram. And a huge shout-out to my brother. There's no way in hell if he did start listening to this, he made it all the way to the end here. But his birthday's today. So happy birthday, Marshall. You're an amazing human, and I love you to death. So um, happy birthday, Marshall. And I think that's about it. Anything else? Anyone? Thanks again to Tyler for telling us all about San Francisco. Oh, shit, I keep saying it. They labeled it as San Francisco. It's not my fault. It's Mountain View. California, San Francisco area. And uh, yeah, hope you guys that went to the Portland and Seattle shows had a blast. Whew, I'm talking real fast. I need to calm the fuck down. All right, uh, let's just chill and uh, I'll see you next time around. Okay, cool. See, still under an hour. We did it. Goodbye. Talk hard.